welcome to the third episode of the Ride Academy. G speaking here. And before we start, I just want to share something with you. Because I woke up early this morning, same routine, got my coffee and start reading a little bit and took a shower and then I got ready. I sat on my desk and I started recording our episode. And then after 25 minutes, I was about to record the following episode when I realized that my phone speaker w wasn't connected and actually all my audio was on my Bluetooth speaker which doesn't have a good quality and was also recorded very, very low. At that moment, when they realized that I recorded 25 minutes, first thing that came to my mind, what a waste. I don't want to do this anymore. I'm going to get up. I'm going to do something different. I can't believe I was so dumb. You know, how could have, like, how didn't I check before I did this? But I want to say that one of the things that I talk about in the book is the importance of giving meaning to the experiences that happen to you. It's very easy to give this meaning that I just told you guys because we are sort of wired to think in a negative way. But actually, I spent the last 25 to 30 minutes actually preparing myself for the best episode ever seen in the Ride Academy. So you can expect that this episode is going to be even better than the other previous two episodes and much more better than the episode that I just recorded. <laughs> oh my God. So today I want to talk a little bit more about my story and how I connected the dots in my life to make better decisions about my future. I want to talk about this for a couple of reasons. One is because I want to connect with you guys. I want you guys like to learn a little bit more about me. And two, because if you are like transitioning from careers or maybe if you are starting your career, if you're in college and you don't know what to do, hopefully you're going to learn the importance of paying attention in all the different experience that you had in your life, connect the dots and make better decisions moving on. So hopefully I can provide uh, a good few insights that can help you in your journey and help you enjoy the ride. So let's dive right in. I like start my story in 2011 because that's when I first went to college and it's been 10 years. Wow. So I like I like saying that because when when I got to college, it was a, a new course. Uh, my undergrad was in production engineering or industrial engineering, uh, how they it's more common known here in the US. But it was like a new it was a new course. So my cohort was a second cohort going through the program. And even though, you know, like we had good classes, we had like good professors and we had a good college, I felt like the need to apply all those things that we were learning inside the classroom, outside the classroom. But again, because it was a new course, we didn't have that many student organizations or, or outside opportunities to apply everything that we were learning. So this friend told us about uh, ISAC. 
ISAC, he told me that's all I knew by back then. ISAC is an organization that is going to bring people from all over the world to do social work in Brazil or in our city, actually. And we're also going to send people from Brazil to all over the world to do social work. And by that time, I swear that I thought there was some kind of like scheme because how is that possible? I was like 21 back then. And is that legal? You know, that the 21 year old kids, they can do that, that kind of work. And then when learning more about the organization, I learned like how important everything that they did and like how real everything that they did was. So just to, to contextualize here, ISAC is an organization that has been around since 1948. So almost 70 years that they have been around. And their, their main goal is to provide leadership experiences, either inside the organization or on the exchange opportunities that I was talking before. So when you go travel to another country to do social work, by the way, social work, it's just one of the programs that they have. They have, they have other programs like a professional program as well. So my friends and I, we, we decided to open that I, that branch of ISAC in our city. And again, like ISAC, it's in more than 110 different countries in different cities inside each country. So it is like a huge organization and more important, it's led by students. It's all done by students, which is incredible. So when we decided to open ISAC, our branch, we were talking about like who's going to do what. And then I ended up being the, the president of the organization. And that was my first experience working on, I want to say like in a real team, working with people. And I had no idea what leadership was. I had no idea how to lead, how to communicate, how to motivate people, how to share my vision, how to manage them, how to give them what to do or how to track what they're doing. And if I should track everything that they were doing. So it was an amazing experience to put in practice everything that we were learning inside the classroom, outside the classroom. It was an amazing experience in my life. And I like to say that a lot of that was like the kickoff for who I am today. And I like to tell this one story that really changed my life. But in a way, I knew there what I wanted to do in my life. So or it was one of the most important experiences I had in my life. We went to a local ISAC conference a couple hours away from from my city. And the chair of that event was this girl that was the president of another ISAC branch in the south of the country. And she was telling this story that the first year that she was the, the president of that organization, she only provided one exchange opportunity. She brought one person from Egypt to work with a local organization that helped blind people. And just so you guys have a perspective, usually big branches, big ISAC branches, they do like 100 and 200 exchange opportunities, you know, like either to send people to other other countries or either like to bring people to their country. So they do provide a bunch of experiences. It's a lot of experience. But that, that girl, she only did one experience. And she said that numbers don't matter. One matter, it's how that one person that you bring have a good experience and how that one person impacts everyone around them, either like the organization they're helping or the community around them. And she told this story about this guy that came from Egypt to work 
on this organization that helped uh, blind people. And she said that like after six weeks that he was working there, at his last day, he asked to take a picture with everyone that was there. And after the picture, one of the blind people came to him and said, hey, thanks for reminding me that I exist. It's been a long time that I don't take a picture with anyone. And man, like, look, like I, I still get like goosebumps every time I, I tell this story. Look like how that, how that one person from Egypt had to come to Brazil, to a small city in the south of the country and work with those people. And look at, look at like the impact that he left there. And I want to do the same. I want to help people feel that they exist, that they are important, that they have a role to play in the world. And that was like such a, a life change experience because that was the first time I knew what I wanted to do, but I didn't know how. I knew that I wanted to help people. Or I knew that I wanted to make them feel like they exist, but I didn't know how to do that. On the following year, so we started ISAC in 2013. In 2014, I applied for a, the, the government of Brazil was offering this program, international program, where we could go to a U.S. university and stay there for a year. I applied for the program and then I got accepted. And in 2014, I came to the U.S. to Carbondale, Illinois, which it is where I am right now. But I haven't been here since then. So on that one year that was here in 2014, it was like half 14 and half 15. I was part of a leadership development program. And on that leadership program, I, I learned like so many things. And when I look back at my experience, I was like, all of like the things that I'm learning here are things that are learned at ISAC, but because I made mistakes. If I had learned all those things before, I would definitely have gotten like a better experience at ISAC. And that's like when it hit me. That's it. I know I want to help people. I, I, I like leadership. I think that's important and people need to know. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to help people developing their leadership because they can become better leaders in the future. So if I can help with college students even better because they have more time to practice. And if they do that, they're not only going to change or impact their companies, but they're going to impact the state or like even the country or why not the world. So then a few friends and I, a few other like Brazilian friends, we decided to create Journey Movement in Brazil, which was our, our project. So my best friend, uh, Jean Carvalho and uh, Felipe Thomas, we started Journey Movement with that goal of developing leadership in students. And hopefully they are going to change the future. They're going to change the world in the future. We did that for around two years. And that's when I got invited to then come back. Oh, yeah. So a little, little note from 2014, 2015, we were here. We learned about leadership. And then at, in 2016, we started Journey Movement in Brazil. In 2017, because of like all the work that we were doing back in Brazil, I got invited to come back to the U.S., but now work to that same leadership program that I graduated in 2014. And of course, it was like a great opportunity. Uh, I knew that that was going to help me in the future. I was going to get my MBA also. And even though like I was very happy doing all the things that I was doing in Brazil, I knew that coming here would provide me with so many more opportunities that would help me to help even more people and more important doing what I love, which was like teaching leadership. 
So I came to the US and then, uh, so I, I was working for that program for around three years. But another story that I like to tell is that when I was in Brazil, I heard this podcast of a CEO of a talent uh, hunting company and they're talking about the job market. And she was saying that like, although we had a lot of job opportunities back in Brazil, we couldn't fill out all of those positions because people couldn't answer a simple question. What is your dream? And by that time, I was like, man, what is your dream? That's such like an easy question. And I ended up asking other people in my speeches, like, hey, what's your dream? What do you want to do in life? And some people knew what they want to do, but the majority had no idea of what they wanted to do. Like they were in college, they, they chose a profession, but they still like didn't know what they want to do. Well, and then when I came to the US, I asked that same question to my students and same same scenario. They were in college, they, they chose a, a career, but they didn't know if that's what they wanted. Am I in the right path? Am I making the, the right decision? So like since Brazil, I had that question, I had like that 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 thing bothering me. How can I help people to figure out what they want to do in life? How can I help people answer that question of what is your dream? And just as like another side note, I made a Ignite Talks, which is like a five minute talk where the slides change every 15 or 20 seconds behind you. You have no control about that. So I'm going to leave the link on the, um, the description of the episode here if you want to take a look. So coming back, when I came here and I saw that there was like the same reality, you know, from Brazil and here, I was like, man, like that's my, my call to action. If people have the same pain in both countries, probably more people around the world have that, that same pain. And that's when I created the Dream Lab. So the Dream Lab was 10, 12 sessions of self-improvement to help people to figure out who they are and, and learn more about their, their goals, their values, their emotions, their habits, their experiences, their beliefs, uh, happiness, like all those little things because I wanted them to get to know themselves better because if they do, they would be able to make better decisions about their future. So after my three years working as a coordinator of the leadership program, I decided to move forward to a different phase of my life and doing a PhD in business. That's what I'm doing today. And because I always knew that I wanted to be a professor in the future. So why not start working on that right now? And I'm going to be talking about that in a second. But after those three years old and I was moving to the PhD program, what do I do with the Dream Lab now? And that's when the book came, you know, like I wrote the book and the book is basically the Dream Lab. So it does have like a lot of reflections and exercises. And then hopefully knowing more of yourself, you can make better decisions about <clears throat> your future. The decision about the PhD program came not only because I knew that in the future I wanted to be a professor, but also because my whole life I worked in filling the gap of leadership in colleges. <clears throat> a lot of colleges, they, they didn't care about leadership, so and they didn't teach leadership. So I was that outside organization that was like filling that gap and helping students. And then one day I asked myself, why we always need to do this from outside? Why can't we do this from inside? So that's one of the reasons why I joined the PhD program too, because I want to serve as the one person that changed the system, not only from outside, because I don't think I'm going to ever stop doing that, but also from inside. I want to serve as a example, as a leader to students and, and, and my colleagues that it is 
for teaching the passion and leadership. I want to be that person. I don't know how I'm going to do that yet, by the way, but I want to be that person that's going to change the system from inside. And let's see what happens. I'm really enjoying the PhD program so far and uh, I'm learning a lot and I'm excited about the future. But anyway, I, I just wanted to tell you this whole story because I want you to realize the importance of connecting the dots. That first experience I had in college with ISAC that I learned that leadership was important. And I also learned that I wanted to help people. And then when I came first time to the U.S. and I was part of the leadership program, I learned that we can teach, we can learn leadership. And as early as we start practicing leadership, better we get in the future. And then when I start doing that in Brazil and helping students, I figure out that there was a deeper question there. That was, I don't know anything about my future. I don't know if I am on the right path. I don't know how to make good decisions. And then connecting that dot with the U.S. dot, I was like, man, like that's the same thing. So we need to do something to figure that out. And then I created the, the Dream Lab. And after a while on the Dream Lab, and I decided to move to a different opportunity, hey, what do I do with the Dream Lab? It became the book. And the other opportunity I took, it's also connected with something I want to do in my future. Like it, it's teaching, it's business, it's leadership. And it made sense to make the decision. So see how important it is to pay attention to the experiences you have in your life and then connect the dots. Just pay attention to what has been happening or what happened in your life, what you enjoy to do, and start making decisions a little bit more conscious based on that one thing. When I was 25 or 24, I remember telling my parents that I wouldn't worry about money until my 30s. And of course, it doesn't mean I wouldn't figure out a way to live by myself, to, to make enough money to live but I wouldn't make money my goal until my 30s. And I, I decided that because sometimes we, we choose a career when we are 22, and then like 30 years after, we're like, oh my God, like how did I end up here? And like, what have I done? So like to prevent that, I was like, I'm gonna use my 20s as my platform to make mistakes, to experience new things, you know, like to join or to jump into new adventures, into getting to know myself. Because then after my 30s, I am going to think a little bit more about what's going to be that one thing that I'm going to do for the rest of my life. And sometimes when we are 25 or before that, we're like so worried about like the rest of our life. People think that they have to have their, their life figured out by the time they leave college. And like, you don't. We have a lot of life. We have a lot of time. If you think about myself, I'm going to finish my PhD program with 32, 33 years old, and I'll probably like start, go to a university, start teaching with 33, and I, I'm still gonna have at least 30 years of my life doing that one thing. So why should I have to worry about making that decision when I am 22? And I, I, and I know that not everybody can, can do that, but I, I'm sure that you can figure out a way to experience new things while working hard on sustaining yourself, working hard in college. What I tell people, 
you need to find experiences. If you don't know what to do, you got to put yourself out there and try new things. Because if you don't have, there's like two things you can do. So you can either look back and connect the dots. But if you don't have enough dots, you have to create those dots. And how do you do that? By putting yourself in different experiences. So if you're in college, like there's like a bunch of things that you can do in college. If, if you are working already in something that you, you don't enjoy, find that time, like find that, that one, two hours at night when you can like experience new things, when you can talk to people, when you can like volunteer somewhere, like there is a way. I, I say in the book that like every time you say you can't, it's because you haven't made that decision yet. It's not because you can't, it's because you don't want to. Because if you want to, you are going to figure out a way. Maybe you won't like stop doing everything that you are doing to just like move to this totally new career where you have no idea what's going to happen. But you can use one hour of your day to start making this like slight change to the a different direction. Okay, but the important thing is to connect the thoughts is to think about your experiences and think about what made you feel good and what you enjoyed and how can you keep doing that one thing, okay? Because we do have a lot of time. Very important in this process is to be more present, is to reflect, is to get to know about you. And the book is all about this. The book, look at the subtitle, Reflections and Exercises, right? To make you think. So reflections and exercises to get to know yourself better. So in other words, to learn more about yourself and make conscious decisions. So when you can connect the dots, you can make better decisions moving forward with your life. Make better decisions about career or life. And most important, to enjoy the journey to your dreams. I say that because our dreams, they're always going to be changing. The, the life I imagined when I was 18 is totally different than the life that I was imagining when I was 19 or, or 20. You know, so like those dreams are going to change, but it is important to be a little bit more present and enjoy the journey to get there. And I believe that the exercises and reflections, the stories, everything I tell in the book can be useful for you to enjoy your ride to your dreams. So hopefully you enjoyed this episode. Again, my true goals were to connect a little bit more with you. So if you want to share your story with me, I would be more than happy to, to hear or to, to read. You can find me on, on social media or on the website. I'm going to leave all those links down below. Find us on Instagram on uh, at ride.acad uh, website, rideacad.com. If you didn't, if you don't have the book yet, it is available on Amazon. The link is also down below here, so you can check that out. If you already have the book, thank you so much. If you could please leave me a review on Amazon, that really, really helps us. So I'll be very, very, very grateful. Again, hopefully you learned and you got some insights from, from today. Two things. One, you have good insights about how to move on with your career and make a little bit more like conscious decisions, but also to just like be calm, to understand that life is gonna happen and we have plenty of time to do things, okay? So if you have any questions, any comments, any criticism, I'll be more than happy to 
here. And that's it for today, guys. Stay safe, stay well, and we will talk soon. Bye.